0: Now back to Flint's journey.
1: So what? Yeah. What? Uh, so, yeah. This. I mean. What was I talking about again?
2: Oh, right. I had, see,
1: that, I, I had this crazy thing I was going to tell you. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 Lay it on me. All right. You might want to be sitting down. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 I, I'll actually sit down. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Flint. I'm actually really glad you're here. One, because, you know, I haven't seen you in like 200 years, but two, because I got this crazy job and I need only the best. And if I know Flint, Flint's the best at stealing things. So, um, I want to tell you what, um, what our next job is. Are you ready?
0: Yeah. I mean, I was pretty good at stealing stuff when we knew it. I've admittedly i've gotten a lot better i'm like i, <laughs> I, I knew it's it. sort of like my I thing knew these it. days
3: uh,
0: I knew it. so yeah i mean like yeah like if you need somebody who can do i'm hey lay it i'm let me let's hear it
1: yeah man oh i'm so glad you're gonna be a part of this so check this out we're gonna steal a living phoenix do you know what that is like like a, the bird you know yeah. No. Oh, yeah.
0: Like I tried to do that and it didn't work. It was like the craziest thing. His name
1: well, was you, Jeffrey. You tried to steal. A ph- you tried to steal a Phoenix.
0: His name was Jeffrey, and I like oh God, I had like this connection name? with him. I thought about bringing it. I mean, it, it, but it, every time I got went back in time, every time he burst into flames. So then you're, I was standing there the right where I stole you're... him. It's yeah. So it's uh, yeah.
1: Where where uh, where where are you gonna steal this guy from? Alright, so this is gonna sound pretty crazy, but it sounds like you may have had an even crazier adventure. So there's like this mythical, like magical college who just like reappeared in like the middle of the wilderness, like north of Pumpersburg. Um and uh-huh. there's and there's this creature, this phoenix there. And right. oh my god, dude, if we can get our hands on this phoenix, but, the, but we're so, gonna so make what, a it, fortune.
0: Does somebody like have it in or does it live there freely
1: out in the open? Is it at a school? Uh I'm pretty sure that's it. That like belongs to somebody or something. I, that shouldn't be a problem, right? I mean, we steal stuff all the time, so we do. Oh uh, yeah. I'm so glad so, you're here, man. Wait, but
0: is it? It like it's not at like a college, is it?
1: No, no, no! It is. It's like a magical college. Oh, it's like, in like a magic college. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's like so yeah. crazy, man. Just like so out in funny the woods somewhere. Like, uh, what?
0: That's the phoenix that I tried to steal like several times, and it just didn't work for me. Um,
1: <laughs> no way, man! No way! No one's been. Like, I swear! I, I swear! It's that's how it happened, dude. And, and, dude, this college like just appeared. Like, I don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was gone for, like, hundreds of years, and it was stuck in a time loop, and then we brought it out of the time loop.
1: Well, hold on. Yeah, and then, like... You're blowing my mind a little bit. So, you know this Phoenix? I had a little bit
0: of, like, a personality change, but I was there at the college. It was a time loop. We got burnt up by a dragon, like, every day, like, for, like, days, and Dude, there was an evil God and then somebody made a deal and then we got out of a time loop and then, okay, so there's this like guy, Burial or like Zargon now is trying to raise people from the, dead, and he was like there attacking the college after we brought it out of the time loop. I tried to grab the Phoenix, but got it didn't. So, um, by the way, um, yeah, so a lot of shit went down at that college, but yeah.
1: Dude. I don't even know where to begin, man. You got people making deals with like devils and shit. Like that person sounds like a dick, frankly. Um but. God
0: yeah, I had a little bit of a run-in with that fella recently, but I, I kinda I kinda ditched him. Um Uh It's not important. Um, so okay, whoa. Timeline for this. What are you what are you thinking? Like, is this like something happening now? What's happening? I mean?
1: well if my Intel is correct which I'm pretty sure it is we can make a nice penny I mean we can fetch the price of, of an entire kingdom if we can get this so I kind of want to get the ball rolling here as soon as possible I was actually making plans in the back uh, and they're like oh there's this intruder here you gotta come try and I was like oh my god like, <laughs> I gotta do this whole thing now and I put on my my you know Miller Fillmore. Nah, so stupid, but you know, it's all part of the yeah. act. But uh For sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh yeah, well, I'm trying to do this like pretty soon. Okay. I Let's just walk and talk. I got um Yeah, let's do you do you want to grab a brew? Some brews? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's yeah, do let's do that. Yes, yes. Yes. Let's do and that. We're going to walk to where the nearest tavern or brewery is.
0: Love it. Yeah. So you walk, um, so Stony kind of leads you up one of the aisles, um, up some stairs and a couple of different levels of seating. And at the top, you see that there is a door that goes out of this cathedral and onto one of the streets of the town, uh, of the Deuce's Wild hideout. And just as you had observed when you first snuck in Flint, you see that it functions very much like a regular town. Um, you see a couple of people that are kind of like going about their daily business now with their masks, like up on their heads because they had them for this ceremony. Um, and, uh, there is a street that Stoney leads you down. That seems to be like the main street and it runs just along the side of this large cathedral. And as you walk along the side of the cathedral, you also see that the steeple or where there would be a steeple of a cathedral it kind of goes up and then just like hits the earth above it and it's so it just like looks like the steeple of this church is just like buried into the earth going up right if it even exists or it was just built to look like it has one Right. um and uh yeah I, and he takes you I definitely want to ask like on the way like while we're just kind of walking and talking like so who like who are these people are these just like people that found this place
1: yeah, man, these are just, like, a bunch of, like, you know, rogues and, and, and gypsies and thieves and stuff. And just kind of kind of all came together. You know, they were looking for a place to, you know, practice their craft. And, you know, I just kind of rose through the ranks. Oh, I forgot to ask. I totally forgot. Do you want a mask? Like, a president's mask? I got, like, Chester A. Arthur. I got Franklin Pierce. I got Nixon, Reagan. You want one? Dude, yes. Yeah, Toss me a Pierce. <laughs> whoa, whoa, man, whoa, man! You want to pierce? That's that's. I was gonna
0: say presidents in this world uh, that happen to share the names of presidents in the real world. Right. Um, they are uh, famous. <laughs> they're famous presidents of the Finrodell Whiskey Society, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which what? is not uh, everyone would know them, but right, it wasn't right. a political organization.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, wait. You, you you want a Pierce, dude? That, yeah. He toss kind of... me a Pierce, that's dude. Not, not gonna nice...
0: lie, that's a nice choice. He's a good looking guy. I huh. just looked him up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flint, I don't want to get off on the wrong foot here, man. But that's kind of messed up that you want a Pierce. That's like asking a lot.
3: Oh.
0: Well, then, like... Dude, I'm just messing go. with you, man! I'm
1: totally messing <laughs> with you! He's
0: just yanking my chain, and every link is getting yanked.
1: All right, here you go. I got a piercing in my pocket. He's, like, my second favorite president. So here you go, man.
0: <laughs> Thanks, bud. And I'll just, like, I don't know, like, keep it handy. <laughs> um, You uh walk along... As you're walking along this uh, alleyway... Uh, and you got a little ways to go, but you can see a big sign at the end that's lit up by... Uh, like, a natural, like, uh, skylight, I guess, that's carved in the ceiling here. And it says the name of the pub is All the President's Men.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Oh, man. Oh, man, here we are, man. It's our our local tavern, local pub. It's called All the President's Men because, you know, the masks and stuff, right? Pretty clever, man. I
0: I got it, man. What a great-looking place. Yeah, let's hop in and... uh...
1: See if we can uh, grab a brewski, catch up. We'll be able to uh, to grab some some brewskis. And so walk in and I'm going to yell at the bartender uh, Hey, Milton!
0: Milton's very (sighs) deaf.
1: (laughs) Hey! Milton! Oh, hey, Stoney. What are you doing? Oh man, Milton, you're crazy. You're crazy guy. You can't hear anything. I'm trying to flame. This guy can't hear anything. He's like super deaf or something. Um, Yo, Milton, me and my bud here, we need two brews. Two uh Pawtucket brews. Okay, okay. Two. Two. One, two. I'm going to point at the bottles and you tell me which one you want.
0: And he like points at his bottles on his shelf behind the bar. Uh, there's whiskeys and ryes, and he doesn't have ales back there. There's like a barrel
1: on the side where there's ale. Uh, Flynn, are you cool with, with an ale? Is that which, Are you cool for that? That works. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's good by me. All right. Well, he, he Milton can't hear me. It's so like I gotta wait till he gets all the way over to pouring to the barrel. So just bear right, with me. Right. Right. Cla- yeah. Uh, he
0: eventually makes his way to to the barrel. Yeah, 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 that one, that one. I'm going to give him a thumbs up. Two. All right, then. And he uh, grabs a couple of wooden mugs, and he fills them up with a nice, warm, room-temperature ale.
1: Oh, Is thanks, it actually Milton. good?
0: Uh, It doesn't taste great. It's pretty earthen. <laughs> nice. Um, but, but it's ale. It so as a it dwarf, has... it tastes amazing to me. Yeah, yeah. It correctly. reminds me of home.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, and then Milton uh, just goes and sits on a stool behind the bar, because there's nobody else in here. It's I can't remember what time we said it was when you found the entrance, but uh, uh, I feel like it was midday, right? Yeah, probably. So, yeah, it's a little early for people to be knocking off from work already. Um, So, I think in Flint's head... Okay, this is, like, crazy... Stoney's here, I haven't seen him, that's, you know, crazy fucking Stoney, you know, getting into some antics, and then it's like, holy fuck, dude, what, dude, the last time you saw him, your goddamn town was on fire, and you're not sure if it was your fault. Uh, So, I think that there's probably a little bit of a serious look that comes over Flint's uh, face, uh, which is a little uncharacteristic of him. And I'm going to say, so, Stony.
1: um, I sort of ran away after that fire. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, what, uh, know, what happened with that? You know, man, it's, it's tough to say, uh, officially. Um, but, you know, we kind of just, uh, rebuilt and, um, you know, I, I always kind of knew that you were, uh, I always kind of hoped you were going to come back, but you know about your dad, right? I, I don't. Oh man. Oh, this is going to get like real serious and shit now. Um, so I mean, your parents are alive. We'll just start with that. Oh, that's, that's good. Uh, yeah, no, you know, it's not all bad, but, uh, you know when you left they were just kind of like super like distraught uh and your dad actually like gave up being mayor of the town um and he's kind of spent all of his time like looking in the mountains for you um just like any any sign that you were you were out there and after a while they just kind of stopped looking uh but i i I mean i i I your parents from time to time and I always knew that they just had a sliver of hope that you were going to be alive and going to come back. They'd probably be psyched to see you. Oh
0: my God. I don't know if Flint has ever cried before, but I feel like that's got to be one of the saddest fucking things that he's ever, (laughs) like, I, I don't know, man. He's been like, I feel like there's been a lot of stuff building up in Flint, you know, Felocil's dead. He fucking abandoned his friends. He finds this guy. He says that your parents have been looking for you for like a hundred
1: years and they just gave up. Um uh, Flint, are you okay, man? You seem a little I, I don't know, you seem a little Is is it is it Milton? I gotta get a new bartender, man. I know, I know. I no, gotta get a it's, new one. But. It, no, it um uh
0: Oh boy. That's uh it's kind of a lot. Um, so what did they ever, did they, did they ever say like what started the fire? So I think that the assumption in town is that the two of you inadvertently caused the fire. Uh, and I think you were kind of goofing off when it happened. So, uh yeah, nobody was real pumped about it. The two and that then I think that it is understood that the two of you were at least involved.
1: <laughs> I, I think it was a little blurry. Can I ask how like what kind of fire it was? Was it like fireworks or like what was the
0: Oh no, on? so it was like a straw um, it was like a straw uh cart. Like a Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. Um we were like crawling up on like a roof and uh somehow near us like I, like, I broke through from a crowd, and there was, like, a, like, we left that area, and then we looked back, and then this, like, cart full of hay was on fire. Yeah, so, yeah, it's I think it was just, like, weren't you kind of, like, caught by someone who was, like, trying to get you to, like, be in the right place for the ceremony exactly. or something, and the two of you exactly. were trying to run away, and that's when you may have, like, knocked a torch into exactly. a cart. The- That's a, yeah, that's how I remember it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, You know, you remember the whole cart incident and, and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, I think people kind of knew that you and I were kind of like messing around and no one was like super pumped about it. You know, Um, people were kind of like, you know, upset which you know, like I get it. Like you know, we call us a fire. We were just messing around. You know, people are so serious, right? But but yeah, you know, it's definitely. Did they not, say if like, anybody got hurt? Ah, oh, shit, man. Uh, you know, there there may have been a couple of uh, of people that uh didn't uh come out so well. Like it wasn't like great for some people. The people that were like, you know. Running towards the fire when you and I were like running away, um, <laughs> they got uh you know they they had some some pretty some pretty nasty scars and stuff and burns. but no one died so you know <laughs> that's a good thing right no one died just you, you know be honest Tony that's been like
0: weighing on badly, me for a,
1: a long time
0: I have yeah like, really I mean bad. I, I got to be honest oh, I just I,
1: I, I saw people burn man it was it was messed up it was bad that we definitely didn't sounds- do a good thing. <laughs> Sounds bad. um
0: Yeah, I just uh, I just got so scared of you know what everyone would think, and I just ran and I just ran yeah, and ran man. and I just kept running.
1: Yeah, dude. And
0: you then fast, it's like, man,
1: you were fast. I couldn't keep Well, up I with mean, you. for my height, at least you know. Yeah, and then yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. It's like one of those things where you just—it's hard to come
1: back. And I don't know. I just never did, dude. Trust me, man. I, I get it. I get it. You know, we're all not like we were in our past. I don't know if you can tell, but all these ales, I've packed on some pounds. <laughs> <Classic>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're looking Classic. great, Stoney. You look Aww, great. I, get I, I'm out just out of glad here,
0: to. I know this here. is tough. I don't. I don't want to like have you know have a heavy mood or whatever.
1: You know. Yeah. I mean, Stony Stoney like yeah. back yeah. at it. Aww. Oh, yeah. oh, like throw my mug up you know yeah oh dude it is it oh, is geez. so good to see you man let's do a cheers cheers to to friends coming back together and more shenanigans in the future maybe without the fire though <laughs> yeah, well, yeah we'll keep the fire to a minimum <laughs> Classic. there
0: we go little clink yeah little cheers Let's check back in with Felocil. All right. Um, So you have been... Yeah, you've been sort of trying to navigate this. So what do you do? You walk into this next tavern, um, and I believe it was described as like a slightly more upscale place, if I remember correctly. Um, Maybe a little bit like the Ogling Cloak back in Waterdeep. Mm. But not the Ogling Cloak. It's not. Nobody in there is a person you've seen before.
2: Um... Can, I, thought,
0: <laughs> I guess I should, I could probably want to say like I I thought she said this was wait it was it a he or she what what they what, they uh the bartender said that this was going to be outside.
2: Yeah, I don't think we're going to find an outside. Have you seen any light or windows?
0: I, I'm gonna look back into the previous bar and then look. The door is closed behind you. Oh, shit.
2: Can we go Uh, back out that way? Yeah, can we try the door?
0: Yeah. Uh, The door opens. You walk this time into a completely different bar than you were in before. Uh, This one is like a stone building with um, nice nice slate tile. um, Very echoey. Big roaring fire and a big stone fireplace. Dwarven bartender.
2: This one seems nice. I don't know how it changed.
0: I—I I mean this, yeah. At least the person who gave us the quest isn't in here.
2: Hey there, strangers!
0: You look like you might be able to help us out. Oh, I don't—I don't think we can. Something's been messing with the acorn harvest. We got to get all them acorns, or we're gonna starve this winter. Can you go and check it out
2: for us? I don't think we're the people to do that.
0: I oh shucks yeah you'll have to find some other friendly travelers uh the bartender just goes back to cleaning glasses after you say that
2: um, uh this one seems pretty empty,
0: yeah, pretty empty um not particularly warm. A couple of big polished stone tables um stone benches. It's all very stony
2: um do you think? Francis, do you just wanna wait here for a little bit? Or see if we can find another place, an outside somehow?
0: I don't I just I don't understand how the the magic of this place works, but I just can't help but think the best thing for us to do is to stay out of the way. I I mean I don't I don't know how long it will take for Keldon to come back, but
2: Yeah. And then we've just got to kill him again?
0: If we want to get out of here. No doors have worked so far.
2: Should we just wait here?
0: Yeah, I think... I don't know. Yeah, I just... I think we should just bide our time.
2: How how long have you been... I guess you don't know how long you've been on the island, but do you remember fighting and... like, you were a warrior. Are you still a fighter? Because I didn't really see that.
0: I, I mean, it's been so long since I've had my own my own body. I was morphed into a moss-covered wooden puppet for so long. Uh, I don't know. I, I I'd kind of like to see if I have any skill left in me. To tell you the truth, when Keldon showed up and we thought about arming ourselves. It felt pretty foreign to me.
2: Well, and maybe I can learn to use this sword because I'm pretty good with my own, but it seems like this one might be more powerful or at least more important. (laughs) It just
0: seems like we're not going to be able to chase down any of the menacing creatures because we can't get out of the tavern to find them. What I mean, do you just want to hack away at a stool or...
2: I mean if we start doing that maybe that guy would fight us. <laughs> um I don't,
0: I don't know that we want to pick an a fight with an infinite number of bartenders from what we've seen.
2: Maybe maybe there's a bar here somewhere that's like one of those um you know the entertaining bars where you go and you throw axes at walls and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, or or like a fighter's guild tavern or or something.
2: Yeah, maybe we can ask the bartender if he knows of any bars around here. I'm not guaranteed that we'll open that door and find one, but
0: well, let's just see. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and try and open one of the doors and see what we see. Um and is that is that going to be your strategy going forward just to kind of search till you find a good well, place? Well, can
2: he can he open the door and see and we stay in this bar?
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to... Uh, yeah. So, you open the door, and it leads you to uh, a place that looks more like a market, but there is a stall selling old, dusty bottles of wine in the far corner. Um, this one's definitely more of a bizarre kind of feel So, to the it. door is cracked, right? We haven't gone through yeah. it, right? And I'll yeah. look at Felosiel and say, "Is is there, should we try this one, or shut it and try again.
2: Um, do you think if we asked the bartender, he would direct us in the right place? And it would maybe help influence what the door opens to?
0: We can certainly try.
2: Uh, Why don't I'll, you go ask him? Yeah, I'll go over to the bartender. Well, did you change your mind about helping with them acorns? Um no, but I was wondering if, do you know any bars in town where, like, any good places to get in a brawl or a fight, or...
0: Well, this this bar can get a little rough and tumble on the weekends, but this is the only bar in town. The Swishy Biscuit. (laughs)
2: Swishy (laughs) Biscuit. Um... Okay, um, well, um, I am thinking of going on your quest, but I think I am a little rusty. So, I don't know that I would be capable, but maybe with some training I could help you out. But it seems like I'll have to come back.
1: Well,
0: shoot. Are you sure you're not ready now? Yeah... Oh, and he turns around. Can I open the door and peek through it one more time to see if it's still the market? Did you close it? Yeah. Uh, I I... yeah, you op- Yeah. Yeah, well, if it's been closed, you reopen it, and this time it is a... It's an incredibly fancy tea shop with, like, glass chandeliers, and it's very brightly lit, um... Yeah, lots of fancy-looking folk are having some tea. Okay, Uh, I think uh, I'll look in there and say, Felosio, Hmm. (laughs) I don't know about training uh, equipment, but there is certainly a lot of fun things to hit in in this room. Seems to have changed. It's no longer the market.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Well, and if we do go in there, we can just open to another place, right? It seems I, that way.
0: It seems I, I, uh, unless the doors stop working, but we've been through so many now. I just assume they'll stay that way.
2: Well, might might as well. I don't know if we'll make our way back here, but there doesn't seem to be much going on.
0: It's kind of the sleepier bar that we've been into.
2: Um, let's let's go.
0: I'll hold the door open. All right. And you walk through into the brightly lit tea shop. Uh, There are a bunch of very odd looking folks in this one. Felocil, you recognize some of them as kobolds. There are several very fancy looking Aarakocra and uh, some very well-dressed humans as well. Yes, they're all very, very posh. And there's several big, tall, towering wooden shelves stacked with very, very clean crystal glasses. And there is where there is a bar in most alcohol serving bars, there is a bar here as well. But the bar is decorated with a bunch of very steampunk looking tea equipment and a, uh, oh God, what's, uh, <laughs> like, oh, a barista ah. who is, uh, it's a uh a human woman and she is wearing a top hat and goggles.
2: So cool. Um so I'm kind of in the mood for breaking some stuff.
0: I mean, what's the worst that can happen? We we just go through another door. Yeah. <laughs> Do we stick out like sore thumbs here? Uh yeah, but the people weirdly don't react to that. <laughs>
2: they're just like sitting there having their own conversations on repeat
0: yeah a few of them are having uh, very scripted sounding conversations and the kids, bartender <laughs> yeah and actually you watch you watch one person get up and go pick up a drink right as you looked through the door um francis and then um after like two or three minutes of pondering the scene that same person gets up and gets the same drink and comes back to their table so it's like very strange npc behavior.
2: Um, is there enough space that, like, one of us could stand and swing a sword like a baseball bat?
0: Yeah, there's probably enough that you could go, uh, even if you had to go, like, back-to-back so you wouldn't hit each other. Um, but it's probably, like, 20 feet across. Maybe, maybe 30. And, like, you know, 15 wide.
2: Okay. Uh, Francis, um, I could go toss some of those delicate-looking glass bobbles your way, and we practice swinging and hitting a moving object
0: god that sounds great and i i'm all for thinking out the consequences but frankly this just seems like we're just trying to waste some time until Keldon comes back
2: yeah waste some time but also it's gonna help you right and we do it a few times that's
0: that's true and i'll like rub my shoulder and like you know rotate my arm around like i really could use some practice
2: um and i'll walk over to one of the tall wooden shelves
0: all right what does the glass look like that you grab
2: it's just like a, like a, a glass like a blown glass one so it's like a clearish but like a blue color that kind of swirls okay, cool. around
0: yeah, it's got, like, a flowing shape since it's hand blown. Yeah, has I'm Felocil drawn a sword yet?
2: Uh, not in here. Oh,
0: shoot. Um, Do you need one? No. I was gonna say, while you're looking, I want to take a saucer from under somebody's teacup <laughs> <laughs> and, chuck it. Okay. and say, Felocil, coming at you, And then, like, throw it towards her. Alright, cool. Uh, Flos, you'll make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, uh,
2: 16.
0: Nice. Yeah, you react just quick enough, and you swing your sword, and it shatters the glass, uh, into a fine dust. Because you hit it so precisely. And as you do that, the people in the shop all weirdly in unison stand up and just march straight for the door. (laughs) And you watch them open it, and they all stream out in single file, and then it's just quiet. And the only person in here is the bartender, who's just kind of looking at you through her goggles with one eyebrow raised.
2: Why would you throw that at me? Well, I
0: just thought we'd get the training started quickly.
2: (sighs) Just in the nick of time. You did Um, great. (laughs) Thanks. I've Uh, been practicing.
0: Yeah, the sword kind of, it must feel pretty decent in your
2: hands. Yeah. Are you two here to help with the old steam shovel that broke down? It collapsed and fell into the mine. No. Little Timmy got trapped down there. I think Uh. all those other people just went to help. Anyway.
0: Uh, she she just keeps cleaning. (laughs) Everyone's always cleaning glasses in here.
2: Uh, I have that other glass in my hand and I chuck it at Francis,
0: all right, deck saved, Francis, okay, an eight. <laughs> uh, you miss, and this one hits you. <laughs> you're a little rusty. That's, oh God,
2: uh, I'll toss it slower this time. Uh, thanks. Yeah, um, I pick up a matching one, but it's in a yellow color.
0: Nice. You toss yeah. it, and you do it if you're tossing slowly, let's give him an advantaged deck save this time, please. uh-huh. uh-huh. That's a seventeen, yeah, you crush it this time. And bits and pieces of it fly all over the restaurant. Hell yeah.
2: Mm.
0: That one was pretty good.
2: That It was. Do you think we should see if she has any extra goggles or anything? This is dangerous hitting glass. Um, Are there any goggles yeah. or anything lying around?
0: Uh, Give me an investigation check. Let's see if any of those cool NPCs left anything behind.
2: I got an eight. I got a five.
0: Uh yeah, you don't really find anything. It seems like all of their personal possessions left with them. Uh, all that, all that's there is like what you would expect if it was like a tea shop set for a scene in a movie or something, right. without the people. I
2: guess we should just keep our eyes closed.
0: Yeah, throw or close your eyes after, after you throw. I guess.
2: Yeah, speaking of which, and I'll throw another one.
0: Oh. All right, and then we get into a training montage. <laughs> it's gonna be a montage. <laughs> uh, what's that? And what's, that two... what's that one from uh, Scarface? <laughs> uh, uh, push it to the limit, <laughs> limit. Walk along, Walk along the razor's Don't look down, just <laughs> keep your head. <laughs> Yes, exactly. uh so insert montage and music here, and the two of you train and get very good uh and how long I guess you're you just going until you break everything?
2: um I maybe not quite everything, but I think most stuff, probably at one point we stop and get a drink of tea, rehydrate, yeah,
0: yeah you you'd stop and talk to the bartender a few times and have the same conversation about the steam yeah. shovel and get All yourself right. a tea you get some crumpets as well. Uh so you you're staying you're staying sustained here. Um and your elvish blood doesn't really allow for you to feel the passage of time but uh actually about 3 days have passed since Holy you got shit. into this weird <laughs> side quest world now. <laughs> oh, um man. and because you spent so much time training, you get to level up. Hey. Nice. Yay! Smashing glasses. Filosofio gets 3 levels up. Uh Francis was already le- I think leveled to the right level so you're you're already at 17, if I remember correctly. So we are Plus, I don't think all that's the way up right, to 17. But that's fine.
2: Plus, it helps that we also went through the last aisle beforehand.
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, we that's killed true. a goddamn yeah, T-Rex, up. Jordan. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is so true. Um, oh no, you are only 14. You know what? We'll fix Francis's sheet later. Then. Yeah, hell yeah, we will. Um, Sounds like a problem for future. So, I feel so
2: strong now.
0: And, on the third day of your training, unbeknownst to you, um, that much time has passed, and at midnight on the third day, when you hit the fourth day, uh, tosses a glass, and Francis shatters it, and then Francis tosses one back at him, and it doesn't get to your sword, because it's snatched out of- thin out of the air, and you hear a voice saying, Now why are we throwing cutlery and things? Oh, okay. And Keldon is back.
2: Hi, everyone. It's me, Keegan, your Felosial, and I'm here with the midroll announcements. If you're enjoying the show, I invite you to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash this is how we roll. Over there, you're going to find hours of extra content, including... Cut content, pre- and post-play banter, a side campaign, maps from our campaign, and more. For as little as a dollar a month, you have access to all of these things. Just take a look in our show notes for the link and go over and check it out. And thank you to our patrons, Junior, Johanna, and Mario. While I have you here for the mid-roll, and you can keep it running, head to whatever podcatcher you're listening to and leave us a rating and a review. Ratings and reviews help us to be noticed by more listeners like yourselves, and it grows our audience in the world of D&D podcasts. And another great way to share our podcasts is by telling a friend or a family member about it. Since it's a new year, maybe they want to be starting a new podcast, so share it with them. We appreciate all of your support and look forward to this great year with you. Thanks for listening, and now, let's get back to the episode.
0: Well, don't everybody speak up at once! What's been going on? Dying hurt really bad again, by the way.
2: Well, we had to wait for you to come back, so... We... took over this shop. And are practicing... Very fancy. Fighting.
0: It's one of the nicer bars that we've been to. We've been to quite a few. Well, I'm glad you've been drinking, then.
2: Um, how oh, was... Yeah. how was living in the sword?
0: Oh, wonderful. Yeah, great conversations there. With who? No, I'm saying you all were having good ones. Oh, yeah, wonderful. Sounds like you had lots of opportunities to go and save people and whatnot. You're kind of sounding more like me—not—not not helping out the the little people. Well, that's w- not true. We tried to. We tried. I, to- I know. I, I I inferred from context that something wasn't right about this place. There's some kind of weird magic happening here or something, right?
2: Yeah. Is it you?
0: I'm not doing anything.
2: Um, yeah, so, I mean, we definitely, we left that, uh, land of Licky Splicky and now are just stuck in bars and taverns and tea shops and whatnot.
0: Yeah, can I just register one thing? This
2: freaking sucks. Why do I have to die all these times? Because you forged yourself with a sword? We didn't choose it. I mean,
0: yeah, but I, I, this is just bad luck, you have to admit. I wasn't trying to get somebody to take my sword from me. Then why did you put it up as a prize for a game? I was bored. It seems like your boredom may have gotten the best of you. <laughs> oh, Francis, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, uh, well. Well, are we... Well, uh, Oh, hold on now, before you-
2: Do you want a drink? Before we- uh,
0: Sure, yeah, let me just grab one. He grabs one and like pours it into his mouth and it just like runs out through a hole in his rib cage. (laughs) Right. Um, How was it? Oh, yeah, delicious. Wonderful. I feel quenched.
2: You look hydrated.
0: Alright, so, can we make a bit more of a plan here? So, are we certain that me dying is the only way that this sword can work? We tried swinging it. Before? We even... Oh yeah, no, swinging it. We really put in the work on that one. Well, we tried swinging it together, separately, thinking about different things, but... I mean... Alright, let me just throw out one concept. What if... What if I just use my powerful magic, and I do a powerful spell around the sword? Maybe that will be enough energy. Did we try that? Well, you tried to... Use magic to paralyze me, I think. I don't know if hmm. that was powerful enough, but... Uh, let me try something. And you watch as he turns and uh, points a finger at the bartender. Oh, shit. And <laughs> no. he says, he says, cover your ears. Uh, uh, gladly. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he points and he says something and... She just like bursts into flames and then goes to dust.
2: Oh my god!
0: Um, and and he like he says, "What about now? Is the sword good? Can we go?"
2: I'll swing it.
0: All right. Uh, what do we? What do we? What did we do about that? I last think we time? did strength, did you just do like a yeah, like a strength attack. But or we something? could,
2: if you wanted to make it more magical, it could be Arcana.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do an Arcana check there. Actually, let's just see. I'm not great
2: at Arcana.
0: No, I know that's. Okay. I
2: got a four.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, it, do- it doesn't work, and <laughs> Keldon's like, oh,
2: son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> I
0: mean, uh, all right. Well, are you guys on some kind of time constraint? Because I don't know. This seems like it could take a long time. Um. And how are you? Are you like aiming for these places? What are you doing m- with this? Well,
2: a time constraint. I. I mean, yes and no. I want to get back to my friends, but. I don't know that, well, I, Zargon, Burial, that guy.
0: Ooh, don't get me started on him.
2: He's definitely back, but like, I don't know how fast his armies are growing, and we seem to have a lot of time the last time we left, so I think it's important to get back, but I don't know how fast.
0: This is as far as I expected to get, so i I don't know. Wait,
2: what can you tell us about Burial or Zargon? You- I guess you were there the first time.
0: Yeah, you're damn right I was there. I used that sword, and I chopped his head off!
2: Did Um. he die? Did I? Did he die?
0: Yeah. Poof, gone.
2: Did he have armies of dead people? the
0: darkness lifted. Oh, yeah. It was a nasty affair. Wait,
2: Francis, do you
0: remember that? Francis, you were there, right? Is that a good memory or a bad memory for Francis? That would be a bad memory for Francis, I think. Although the victory would probably be a good memory. Yeah, so... Oh, you know what? Here, here. Let me let me help you out with that. And he puts his hand on your shoulder, Francis. And just like that, you can remember every single detail of the war. Uh, of the war. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's probably like he's got like a dazed look on his face cuz you know haven't remembering haven't been remembering stuff for hundreds of
2: years <laughs> and then he vomits because <laughs> of all the right, yeah, constitution too. Ooh, Oh, yeah, sorry
0: man. That's probably a lot. Um yeah, you were playing that game for a long time. Yeah, uh he's like holding his head and he's like right. Yeah, you you yeah, you attacked burial with the with the sword, and... Wait, do I know him as Burial? It's probably just Zargon to me. Uh, no, I think he was known as Burial more the first time around. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll recant, like, yeah. I saw, I was there with a cadre of, you know, elite, you know, elven warriors, and we saw... etc. cetera. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the sword used against Burial. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think... That's where Keldon is going to chime in and say, Yeah, we never used the sword for uh, any kind of rift or doorway, though. I didn't even know it could do that.
2: Well, apparently some people think that it can, and based on... Well, no,
0: I think it can now. Yeah, based
2: on what we've been doing, it seems to be the case. But I don't know why or how it does it, but it definitely does seem to involve... You, for some reason.
0: So, what's your end game here? Are we gonna, like, use the sword to chop his head off again? It didn't seem to be very permanent last time.
2: No, the rift back to whatever plane he comes from needs to be cut open and he gets shoved in.
0: Oh, well that means that you need me.
2: As of now, yes. Oh
0: boy, But now now who's got some leverage? Keldon's in mm the hot seat. Oh, Keldon. Come on, this is serious. I'm being serious. Hey, I just gave you something. Why don't you give me something?
2: Listen, do you want your shell back? And by shell, I mean this sword, because it's like you're a little crab living inside of this sword. Do you want it back or not?
0: Okay, ouch, but yes.
2: So we Just need... work with us. W- yes, we need you to work with us, whether that be you dying a whole bunch or whatever. But somehow we need to cut rifts to get home and then figure out how to send Burial back to his hell plane or wherever he's from. Nightshade? I'm not sure if he's from Nightshade. He might be. Hmm. That all sounds... But think, once he's back there, and you've helped us... Then I'll be the
0: most powerful being in the world.
2: Well, you can at least have your sword back to yourself, and we can put you inside a turtle again, because you can't really seem to use the sword, because for you to use the sword, you have to die.
0: And I can live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah, but you can never use the
2: sword, because you'll be dead. Well,
0: I'm not trying to go anywhere.
2: Oh. Well, fine, yes, you can go back into your turtle shell. Inside this sword shell.
0: And You can wait there for six travelers to come and kill you again.
2: <laughs> Good one. Well, it's a living. <laughs> uh, alright,
0: so I think that's the plan, then. Ooh, boy.
2: Ain't easy being me. <laughs> right. Are you gonna be this much of a pain when we get back to the real world?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, the real world? You Are you- are you discounting the realness of all these people? Yes. Yes. Well,
2: Maybe not the people right, of Licky's like but these people. Kinda seems
0: like kinda seems like a thing I would do. That's okay. Alright, fake people, here we go. <laughs> uh he is going to uh not even really giving you a whole lot of warning this time. He's gonna ask you uh or how did we do it last Uh, time i put a a A moonbeam on on him
2: all right hit me um (laughs) i'll do that i got a new spell heat metal but he's probably not wearing metals (laughs) so i could (laughs) cook him inside out but uh yeah i'll moonbeam him and just have it hover over him until he's weak enough
0: oh wait (laughs) oh man uh, the D&D lifers are going to be mad at us about this one. I have, a as a lich, I have a spell called Plane Shift. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Does every oh. lich get
2: that? Or just, maybe he's not good <laughs> no, enough.
0: maybe not him. Yeah, I don't think he's a very good lich. Yeah, he didn't learn it. Um, <laughs> at least not ethically so. Yeah, we'll say he doesn't have it. Um, all right, so he starts taking some damage. He uh, points at himself. He's going to use Finger of Death on himself. Um and he kind of poofs into ashes again, um and as he does the sword hilt activates.
2: Uh, and I roll a d10 to cut it.
0: Yep, go for it.
2: Oh, God. oh no, a one.
0: Ooh, I like. How that can sound. it get All worse right. than Infinite Side Quest Land? So
2: like he disappears and I think I'll take uh. France well uh, yeah I think last time we both held it so I'll hold like my left hand with the sword out to Francis to also grip it sure
0: all right and the two of you slice through the air and it opens a door and this time it appears as you look through it that you're walking out onto like some kind of white platform amidst surrounding darkness like we're standing like in like an infinite void. expanse, yeah. Avoid. Yeah, kind of a weird void space. Oh god, it is the tesseract. Um, so you step through, I assume. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: As long or as you're just gonna wait it out inside tavern and, <laughs> and try it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. As long as Felociel steps through, I will.
2: Uh, this doesn't seem much better, but I guess we've got to move forward. I think so. And I'll step through. Gotta
0: move forward to go backward. Let's see what Mace corps has been up to. There are a few of these cave openings, but the biggest one was at the base of the hill where the two cloaked figures came out of. And that one um, maybe is the only one that looks like it would house something significant in size. So that's sort of where you're at. So if you two want to do any planning before we just dive into it, I think that would be a good idea.
2: I feel like... And you can definitely, like, make the final decision on this, but I feel like we could wake up one of the cult f- people and talk to them. Um, we could also, even if we do that, we could knock them out again and then, like, make them an offering to the dragons if the dragons aren't on their side. Like, here, eat this guy.
3: I am more inclined to get the information from them first. Let's see what we can get. Um, worst case scenario is we just, like, throw them off the side or something. Um, the question is, I guess, are these dragons being held captive? Are they in cahoots with the cultists? Assuming that they're not, just by virtue of, like, not having a smug in this mm-hmm. game, but rather mm-hmm. having, like, a... I'm being terrorized... We're being terrorized by these people, but also, like, we owe you nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I think I'm inclined to go with the. Let's see what these guys say, and then probably go do some scouting to see how many cultists there are and see how many we could take them out. I think like a show of strength to the dragons would be helpful, assuming that they are coherent and to prove to them that you know they should be joining our side.
2: Yeah, I I think. Well, yeah, if we talk to the dragons, I think we just need to have a plan on what to offer them because if they are greedy like Smaug, we don't really have riches to offer them at this point. We could tell them about the Moonstone Horde or like tell them we know where it is Mm -hmm. and see if that's incentive for them to work with us in anticipation of getting that horde.
3: You can also probably... Um, I like that idea. And like Burial probably has lots of riches from the dead he's pulled up. Yeah. So well, there's the obvious term of reasoning of like these people are gonna eventually taint you and enslave you and enslave your young. So, you know, we haven't and we're dragons, so you should join us.
2: But what if they say they can just eat them?
3: With our vast hordes of the undead. Um he can't eat all of them. Um, I also think what else? I'm trying to think what do they want right? I'll go that's kind of if they want to be left in peace there will be no peace if these people continue to there
2: come there to will be the world there will be no peace unless they join us because we'll just keep coming back every day talking to them
3: hmm we do that too but we don't have every day we'll be we nagging like seven days. <laughs> nagging them
2: until the hordes come for all of us
3: we will we will come to you for every single day for five days <laughs> when we gotta go um i think maybe another emotional level of like i may not be directly related but we're the same blood like don't don't forsake your blood don't forsake your kin and like, I thought these—I thought our ancestor dragons, like you, were supposed to be noble and fierce. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed. Give them a little disappointment in there. See if that works.
2: Maybe they also know that Yara's been kind of watching them and sending people away from their area for the past several years.
3: Mm-hmm. And that, whatever happens. The status quo, they, their life as they know it won't be exist when they have a, a, a continent in flames. Oh, well, maybe that's not a good thing. Flames. Um, <laughs> when they have a continent that is overrun by darkness.
2: Uh, they have think, dark vision.
3: I, <laughs> I have dark vision. <laughs> Do you think that's strong enough? I know they're very intelligent, though. But got a plan? N- not really. I think something we have we have
0: predetermined lines. Some thoughts? Yeah, that's fine. We'll just see what happens, uh, and hopefully, Mace Corps doesn't end up fried to a crisp Ugh. before or get the final battle. Several critical fails. <laughs> totally possible. Uh, all right. So you have the cultists knocked out, or did one of them die? Uh, they were both they knocked both out. I think. All right, both of them are unconscious. You are in the belly of this valley, all the way at the bottom, in the middle of the Brown Mountains. Just down the valley from the largest cave entrance that you've seen, and Yara knows this area to be one that has dragon
3: activity. What do you do? Can we, is there, if I shake one of the cultists to wake up, like, smack him on the face a little bit. Like a light tap, will that wake them up? You could do a
0: medicine check to see if you can uh, rouse their consciousness.
3: Alright, medicine check. If not, I have another idea. Oh, (laughs) natural 20. 22 with a natural 20.
0: Alright, with a nat 20, you manage to shake and stir this cultist just right and not only does the cultist wake up but they do a sort of ninja spring to their feet and are standing in front of you looking rabid but i think they're still tied up right
3: yeah okay yeah they're tied up and they're glaring at the two of you now uh well i'm gonna can i like have them both be back on the, like push them down on the ground. Are you trying to break
0: both of them or just one? Just one, just
3: one. Okay, yeah, um, one of the one of them's up, the other one's still down. Can I like have him not be up?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Want why don't you make up? uh, yeah? So you just push him down. I think that's fine. He's yeah. he's bound up, so that's no big deal.
3: <laughs>
2: Take that.
3: Get on the ground. I didn't say to stand up. Uh, so what what are you doing here? I have to imagine the same thing you're doing. I I don't think it's the same. I, I what do you what do you want with the dragons? The great lord Biriel is in need of their service. And what And he what, will have it. And what makes you think they want to serve him? All creatures will come to bow before buriel Well, not me. I'm not bowing. Neither neither is my sister here, right? Nope. So, why shouldn't I kill you right here now? Feel free. My task
0: is complete. If you kill me now, I will simply become one with Buriel.
3: Well, you won't get to see him, won't you? Uh, You wouldn't get to see him take over the world if I killed you now.
0: I am but an insignificant piece in Biriel's machine. It is not my destiny to watch him take over this planet. I am merely here to help facilitate the
3: process.
2: And, uh, Macecor, I think... Didn't you say this burial guy can bring him back to life?
3: Yeah, I mean, you'll be back as a zombie. Uh, but not... not... not the... And a great and terrible zombie I will be. Yeah, I I doubt that. I seriously doubt that. Can I do a persuasion check to ask him how many of them there are in the in the caves? The dragons or the cultists? Or the cultists.
0: Uh, yeah, why don't you ask him? And uh, I think he'll probably just answer and you can do an insight check to tell whether he's lying or not.
3: So I have your buddy here. How many more there are you in these caves? There were more. Now it is just the two of us. 17. Yeah, your insight tells you that's true. Where- so, where did they- where did you all your friends go? <laughs> you have never dealt with dragons. That much is clear. Well, I- I literally am a dragon, but I understand what you're saying. You look very dumb right now saying that, though.
2: Yeah, are you saying that they like cultists so we could just go feed you to them?
0: I would be honored to sacrifice myself to the great and mighty dragons, who will soon join Buriel's army.
2: I say we take them in, and try to find the dragon and give him a snack.
3: Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I- I think we need to knock this one out, though. I'm- he's- he's getting on my noise. Okay. Can I do a strength check to knock him out? Uh,
2: yeah,
0: um, I, he hasn't really, like, regained hit points from your medicine check, because that wasn't your goal, so if you can do one damage, you can knock him out again, so you can just make an attack with something you've got, even if you want to use, like, your bow and just hit him with the blunt side. <laughs>
2: Slap him with the back of your hand.
3: Jesus, I got a critical pick on my <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Okay. Uh, alright, this goes badly. You try to unarmed strike this prisoner who somehow manages to dodge your punch and wrap your arm up with his bonds uh and he sort of has you in like a weird uh grapple now oh my god
2: uh what did the two of can you do? i just unarm strike him like right to the back yeah. of the neck yeah uh 19 uh. Much
3: better. That's better. That'll, that'll <laughs> make. Um, For
0: nine So he, he like, he like grapples Mace Core, um And Yara just swiftly steps in and socks him in the back of the head. And then he's down and he's sort of like hanging off of your arm. Now Mace Core, from his uh,
3: ropes.
2: Ma- Mace Core, That was really good. And I, I know you had him, but I just had to step in.
3: Uh, no, I appreciate it. I, I, you know, I must have just I, I don't use my hands that no, much. It's, I, I usually shoot
2: the you, arrows. Yeah, it's it's okay.
3: You know, as a as a kid, you remember, I wasn't the wasn't the, the 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 most muscle of of all the boys.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or the the girls. I beat you up a lot. You did. You did.
3: I I, I don't know why mom never punished you more. <laughs> anyway, anyway,
2: well,
3: I mean, yara, it's been so long. I'm so glad that you're here.
2: You two, brother. So, should we take these guys in and kill them?
3: Uh, well, we don't need to kill them just yet. But, uh, yeah, let's let's take them into the cave and and see what uh, happens.
2: Are these human-sized people?
0: Uh, one of them is a little smaller, maybe a halfling, like a larger halfling or a skinny dwarf, and uh, the other is like a fairly large human.
3: I'll take the the human, and you could take the dwarf. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: All right. Make a. Uh, so you
0: got to carry them a good ways here. So it, you can do it, but it's gonna be slow going. Um, that doesn't really affect anything. Just, just for visuals. Um, I think there's like a certain weight limit on your characters, and when you hit it, then you are like your speed is halved and all that. So while you're carrying them in the cave, you'll also have half movement speed and disadvantage on like deck saves and stuff like that uh because you're encumbered mm. i guess is what we'll call it mm-hmm. um so you pick these two cultists up and uh I, I think you disarmed them the last time right yeah if
2: if we didn't say it i'm sure we did
0: yeah um and they are both still unconscious just dead weight as you carry them on your shoulders and you head back into the valley toward the opening of the cave mouth
2: yeah just keep dragging them until we get to uh are
0: you dragging or carrying? Well,
2: however (laughs) high I can lift them off the ground I guess I've got the smaller one, so it should be fine
3: you're both pretty strong I'm pretty sure um do do you have dark vision?
2: uh I don't think dragonborn do do they?
3: No, but I didn't know if you, as, as Yara, have that. Uh,
2: no, I have a lot of stuff about punching stuff. Okay.
3: Well, um, I'm assuming it's dark in the cave, Jordan. Pretty dark.
0: Um, and to give you the look of it, it's a very strange-looking passage that is certainly... Um, it's certainly wider than any, you know, man-made mining tunnel or anything that you've seen. It looks fairly natural at the opening, but then as soon as you're inside, the floor of the cave is incredibly smooth and the walls are very smooth. And it seems to just go straight back into the mountain, but it doesn't go all that far before opening up into a larger chamber. And you can actually see some light further back in this large chamber filtering down from cave mouth openings higher up on the mountainside. Um, why don't you each give me a perception check? Fourteen.
2: I got an eight.
0: Um, Macecore, you can see that in the back of this larger chamber that's dimly lit, even without night vision, you can see a massive mound of what looks like various types of shiny rocks and ore. Um almost like unrefined iron ore and things of that nature um, you know types of slag that come out of furnaces that are very shiny and colorful um, some maybe unrefined gemstones and things like that sort of mixed into the pile um, and it's this pile goes up probably like 50 to 60 feet in a forming a giant hill that just touches the back wall of this um, chamber, as if something is like brought all this stuff in there and just piled it up against the back wall. All right, let's see what's going on with Dresden in the town of Eclipse. And the night passes without incident. Um, and in the morning, the sun is shining through your windows, and you can already feel the heat of the day building up outside. Um, it's dry. The house is warm. And you find that Zoe is already sitting up in a chair at a table, and she seems to be eating some sort of porridge or something that she made herself. Now, she was a... I want to say she's a, she's a human, um, and she doesn't seem to have gone through the same exact transformation as you Dresden so she's still like eating and drinking and all that stuff I think you're you're kind of like beyond some of that stuff as a warlock right yes
1: I don't need to eat or drink <laughs> I mean I can but I don't need to
0: yeah yeah you can um, and she looks over at you and says I made you some if you're hungry
1: uh thank you but I, d- I don't need food or water it- it's-, it's a long story and I'll just kind of just... And I, and I, and Ooh, weird. I'll pull up a chair, but I'm not going to eat the porridge.
0: I don't blame you. It's not very good.
1: It's... All right, so... Yes, <laughs> uh, Dresden? I was just... It's it's not about the porridge. It's just, you know, a thing that I'm working through. Anyways, you, you were saying... Ah, uh,
0: intermittent fasting, right?
1: Something like
3: that. He just is in this thing called the keto diet. <laughs> I say, man, you're crazy. Can never go without my morning coffee.
0: Um. Well, you look great. So whatever you're doing, keep it up. <laughs> Very goth. <laughs> uh, you were saying. Uh, so, yes, I think you'll find that the mornings here are quite busy. There should be lots of people out and about right now. So if we head to the North Rim, we may just find our scavenger.
1: Well, that sounds like a good place to start. Let's head towards the North Rim and. We can maybe ask, ask around if anyone's heard of a Czech Glover.
3: Well, they have a big family. So I I imagine we'll find him pretty quick.
1: Hmm.
0: And as you're walking through the city streets, um, you pass by the fancy lad's warehouse, which was a place that, um, I think the, uh, first victim of your murder was mentioning that it could be a good place to rob. Um, And you pass by there and head into a residential neighborhood that really is right on the border of the, uh, the actual rim of the crater. And you can see that there's a couple places on the rim where there are like climbing paths cut. And so people can actually get up out of the crater, but it looks like it's a pretty treacherous path to walk. And you see a bunch of people that are kind of coming and going with carts and whatnot. Coming around the corner toward you, you see a familiar face, one of the only people that you've met in town, Arif Shram, the bartender, comes around the corner toward you, looking super hungover, um, and, like, rubbing his eyes in the light. Don't remember what he sounded like. Does anybody
3: God, I, I don't remember.
0: Uh, I think he was just very sketchy, so we'll go with a sketchy voice. Um, and he's very bleary-eyed, so he says oh hey hey you guys uh wait yeah we met last night right
1: yes Um, sure did
0: yeah you're new in town you kind of stand out there my friend what's with all the like dark clothing and eye makeup it's a long story oh boy we've all been there i've lost a bet too i am my head is killing me oh my god Hey, did you, uh, did that job, did that job you were looking for ever pan out?
1: Um, you know, not so much. Um, I'm not sure. No, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean,
0: you you picked, you picked Mo Lester and I mean, he's not, he's not the most reliable guy. I mean, well, I mean, but I, of course, as you know, oh, yeah. you're, you're looking for unreliable people, I suppose, to help you with this sort of unscrupulous behavior. But, uh, hey, welcome to Eclipse, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I was actually hoping that maybe you could help me out with another name. And When I was talking to to Mo last night, before he, uh, you know, didn't work out and just kind of went his own way, I was, uh, he mentioned the name of someone, Chep, Chep Glover, does that name ring a bell to you? Oh, well, I know about a thousand
0: Glovers here, so... I, yeah, I think I know, I know the, the clan you're talking about, uh, and if I'm thinking of the right guy, he's, uh, he's, he's, he lives actually up this way, uh, he kind of points off to his right, and, um, up toward one of the paths that leads out of the crater. Um, he says, yeah, the Glovers, they, uh, they got way more kids than they should. They got giant families, small houses, you can't miss them, uh, yeah, if you find if you find some of the Glovers up there, they can definitely point you toward Chep. Uh, yeah, like I said, there's so many of them. I wish there weren't. If there were fewer, I might know exactly who you're talking about. But lots of them scavenge. They go out, uh, climb up those pathways there, go up out of the rim looking for whatever valuables they can find. I think sometimes scavenge is a word that people around here use for uh, burglaring as well. Mm. So you know pretty much every well yeah I'm not going to say this too loudly but pretty much everyone here's a criminal you didn't hear that from me no yeah, of course not uh but again you look like you fit right in minus the look
1: well thank you that's that's very helpful you you may want to go Arif yes oh sorry sorry Dresden. um
0: Arif you remember me uh yeah I mean you've been a little uh A little less conversational when you're in my place, but like I said, everybody's got their own business going on here. I don't like to ask too many questions. Arif doesn't see. Arif doesn't hear. Arif just pours drinks and beers. That's my motto. My family crest. Carve it into my tombstone. Oh, don't kill me though. Ah, just kidding. Uh, would it help if
3: we said you're on the list?
0: Uh, Zoe looks at you, Rasputin, because Arif can't hear you, and she sort of, like, rolls her eyes a little bit, and she says, Arif, um, would you mind walking up here just a bit with us and pointing out one of the Glover homes? Oh, Zoe, I really, I swear, I'm gonna lose my lunch here in a minute. I I need to get back to the bar and start cleaning. Last night, things got pretty crazy after you left. Uh, I was celebrating... Because it was a busy night. I stayed up. I literally just went to sleep like two hours ago. So it's going to be a long day. I'm sorry. I I, I got to go. And he takes off toward the bar. Well. So I guess we're looking for a ramshackle house with lots of kids running around it.
1: That seems to be what he said. So. All right.
0: Well. D- here we go, I guess.
1: Do you want to split up, or do you want to stay together? What what makes the most sense here?
0: I, I just, I, this is as confusing for me as it is for you, Dresden. I don't know,
1: are we rivals? I, are we teammates? Are we, you know. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like we should try and be teammates, right? Rastudin, do you have any idea? Does Matarua frown upon teammates, or do you not know? As far as I'm aware, as long as the job gets done, it's done. Okay. That being so you're, case, you're allowed to team up, not
3: team up. You know, kill at the same time as long as as long as he's taken care of or she. That's
1: all Matarua needs. Okay, then I. I guess Zoe, it's the best way for us to get, I assume we can get through this list quicker if we team up. So I think from here on out, we should agree to be partners and I'll extend my hand for a handshake.
0: Agreed. She shakes your hand. Okay. Um, and when she shakes your hand, you notice that her skin is like super cold. Um, almost like she's not got a lot of blood circulating. Right. Um, yeah, give me an give me an insight check
1: on that. Just just enter both
3: of us. Uh,
1: you could both do it. Uh, that's a oh sorry, I didn't do it with advantage. I'll take the first one, which is, which is you just like do the first 25. one. Twenty five. It's pretty good. 13. Not so
0: good. Uh, Rasputin, you don't really notice too much because you just saw a mouse run across the street, <laughs> and your owl the owl part of your brain Ooh. is just like drawing your eyes to it, even though you know you probably can't pick it up. Um and dresden you have a moment of insight where you're thinking that um the deal that zoe made seems to have changed her physically in some way as well not not as dramatically as you but maybe there's like something like maybe specific kinds of magic that are involved cold that she's got going on or something you you just can't really pin it down but like definitely altered her in some way um yeah or or almost I guess maybe the sense you get with the 25 is a really good role. So I would say the sense you get is that she probably also left a part of a soul, as she said. Um, So it sort of just verifies everything she's been saying. Okay. Just in case there were any lingering doubts about that. And the, the three of you, or the four of you, I should say, including Daria, you walk all the way up to the northern part of town and... Uh, Could you give me an investigation check, please? Everybody can do it to see if you notice um, or can find these houses. Fourteen.
1: Uh, a Nineteen.
0: Do you get any kind of advantage as an owl when you're using your eyes? Ooh, that's a six for Zoe. Mm. Not great.
1: Not good.
0: So, Dresden, you're the first of the group to spot down in a little alleyway between a couple of bigger houses that you can hear children's voices um, kind of like running and playing and uh, at least one adult yelling at a bunch of kids um, and that's the biggest clue you've found so far.
1: Okay. What do you do? Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe I hear the sound of laughter and children and something down this little alleyway here. Would you should we go investigate and see what I see if my suspicions are correct
3: yeah i think that's a great idea and um you know just if you <laughs> just don't don't get it wrong
0: and you walk down the alleyway um far enough that you can see that there is in fact an old ramshackle hut there um and there is a woman who looks like She probably is the mother of all these children who's sort of, like, rounding them up and trying to get them to, uh, like, do their chores and stuff like that. And she sees you in the alleyway. She spots you, and uh, she looks a little worried, almost intimidated, when she sees the two of you coming down the alleyway. And Zoe holds out a hand and says, Oh, sorry, ma'am, we didn't mean to frighten you. Um, We were just... We were actually uh, hoping that we might be able to ask you if you know someone. We, we were looking to make a deal with a local antiques dealer. Uh, the name we were given was Chep Glover. Do you happen to know a Chep Glover? Um, and she looks at the two of you and she says, uh. <laughs> And just exactly,
1: who are you? Who are you? Then, huh? Well, miss, my name is Dresden, and this is my associate, Zoe.
0: Yes, I'm, I'm Zoe. Um, we, yes, we really, we don't mean any harm. We're just, we have money that we're looking to spend on a specific artifact that we believe uh, Chep Glover may have access to or may have uh, a line to, or may know someone who knows something we he we were just pointing his direction. Oh, you were then, eh, well, let's see some of that gold then shall we, if you've got lots of cash to spend?
1: I'm going to pull out uh two gold pieces and then just kind of hold them up and say this is only but a small sample of what- of what we were willing to offer, and then I'll close it and put it away.
0: Oh, well, all right, I think for two gold pieces, I might know, I might know this, chap Glover folk. Yes, well,
3: and, I mean, you're not trying to hoodwink us either. You do or you don't, you know?
0: And Zoe, Zoe hears you say that, Rasputin, and she says, Well, you're not trying to hoodwink us. You either know him or you don't. She winks at you, Rasputin. Uh, the lady says, Yeah, I, I knows him all right, but I, I just
1: happened to forget where he was. But I feel like, a little gold might jog my memory. How about this? You'll get one gold piece for telling us where he is, and you'll get the other one if you walk us directly to him.
0: Do well, I look like I can walk somewhere Please. right now? Nathan, you get down off of that thing. Okay. Uh no, ma'am, it certainly looks like you have your hands full. Uh Dresden, give her the give her the gold pieces. <sighs> okay. Alright, fine. How many do you have? You have know, wait, got... hold on. Sidebar. Um, sorry, ma'am. We just need to chat really quickly. Um, and she, like, kind of ducks down and uh, turns turns away from the woman to chat with you. So how, how many
1: gold pieces do you have? Do you have enough to give two away? Yeah, yeah, I've got 229 gold pieces. Oh, my God. Why are you being so fucking stingy then? <laughs> well, I don't know. They might come in here. do. You... Okay, I'll give her two pieces. All right. Um, here, here you go, miss. And I'll just kind of... Flick two gold pieces over to her. Flick them, yeah, yeah <laughs> flick them to yeah. her. Just...
0: Uh, she catches both of them with surprising uh, acuity, and she says, Yeah, alright, well, Chip Glover, he's my son of a bitch of a husband, and he's he just gone up and he's out at the uh, he's out at the dig site again today. They're trying to dig up some more of them artifacts that you're after, so you can just follow... Follow the path there, right up to the top of the ridge. You ought to be able to see him then, eh?
1: Ah, so he he went outside of the crater.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Okay. Great. Well, you have been lovely to work with, and best of luck with all of your children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says,
0: Hey, just so you know, his, his, his artifacts, they're going to be quite, quite expensive.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if we need more gold, I'm sure we can get it. Thank you very much, miss. And, and I'll bye. start walking.
0: Zoe's like already walking
1: out of the alleyway.
0: <laughs> She's like, bye. Yes, that's, that's enough for me. Bye.
1: Clint accidentally lights this town on fire. Yeah we, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, we both get chloroformed by an additional secret town. Yeah, right. <laughs>